Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Which Direction Are You Headed? Let's pray. Father in heaven, we're so thankful. You are such a good and merciful and loving God. You always draw us closer to you. Father, but you're a gentleman, and you don't make us do anything. We choose, Father, with the free will you've given us, to live each day more hungry for you, desiring more of you, spending more time with you, to reach more and more of the lost, to love others like we love ourselves, Father, and most importantly, to love you. Father, we choose to serve you and to be a bright light in this dark world in these last of the last days, Father. We come hungry today, Father, for whatever you have for us, Father, to apply it to our lives, not just to hear it, And let it go in one ear and out the other. No, to apply what you're trying to show us. Speak through me, Father, everything of you and nothing of me. And we come ready to put this lesson, what you're teaching us, into action in our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about which direction are you headed. Have you ever taken a wrong turn when driving your car? How about a wrong turn in life? Have you intentionally taken a wrong turn away from God? If we would all be honest, we would all have to answer yes, unless anyone out there is without sin like Jesus. Well, we know that there is no one without sin except Jesus, so we know we have all taken a wrong turn away from God or will in the future. But what do we do after that wrong turn? Just because we've taken a wrong turn away from God doesn't mean we have to keep heading in that direction. Let's talk today about that and start 1 Samuel chapter 9 from the Amplified Bible. Let's start with verse 2. Kish had a son named Saul, a choice and handsome man. Among the sons of Israel, there was not a man more handsome than he. From his shoulders and up, He was a head taller than any of the people. Folks, Saul was a head taller than any of the people, and there was not a man more handsome than he was. Isn't it interesting that God knew that people then and now often walk in the natural realm and look at the outside more than the inside, the heart? Just think about people and how they vote. Sadly, oftentimes they vote for someone they consider good-looking, even if the inside is not so good. Now let's go to verse 15. The title of this section is God's Choice for King. My friends, God chose Saul to be king. Verse 15, Now a day before Saul came, the Lord had informed Samuel of this saying, 16, About this time tomorrow I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him as leader over my people Israel, and he will save my people from the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon the distress of my people, because their cry for help has come to me. 17. When Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said to him, There is the man of whom I spoke to you. This one shall rule over my people as their king. Folks, God chose Saul to be king. 
to save God's people from the hand of the Philistines. So Saul was heading in the right direction for God. But now let's read 1 Samuel chapter 13, verses 13 and 14 in the Amplified. Samuel said to Saul, You have acted foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For if you had obeyed, the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. My friend Saul took a turn in the wrong direction, away from God, disobeying God. We have to choose to stay with God. If we mess up, we need to be quick to repent. So Saul had turned away from God and in the wrong direction. Now verse 14, But now your kingdom shall not endure. The Lord has sought out for himself a man, David, after his own heart. And the Lord has appointed him as leader and ruler over his people because you have not kept or obeyed what the Lord commanded you. Folks, God told Saul, Now your kingdom shall not endure. And the Lord sought out David, a man after God's own heart, to be leader and ruler over his own people because Saul did not obey God. Now, 1 Samuel chapter 17, starting in verse 4 in the New King James Bible. And a champion went out from the camp of the Philistines named Goliath from Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span, so roughly nine to ten foot tall. Ten, and the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. Verse 11. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. My friends, King Saul was a head taller than any of his people, but he and all his warriors were greatly afraid. But what about David? Verse 31, Now when the words which David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul, and he sent for him. 32, then David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. 33, and Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. You are a youth and he is a man of war from his youth. Folks, Saul, because he lost focus on God, was looking at the natural realm and not God. He said to David, you are a youth, and Goliath is a man of war. 34, but David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. 36, your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. 37, moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. My friends, 
While Saul had turned in the wrong direction away from God, David was focused on God and how the Lord would deliver him from the hand of the Philistine. And of course, we know the rest of that story. God did help David kill Goliath in a battle that would seem impossible in the natural realm. So David was totally following God and was a man after God's heart and eventually became king. Folks, we're going to have to stop there today. We're going to finish tomorrow with this message. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You are such a great God, Father. When we go in the wrong direction, you are there calling us towards you. Father, when we repent, you bathe us with the precious blood of Jesus, Father. We choose to always seek your direction. When we mess up, we choose to be quick to repent, not continuing to make wrong turn after wrong turn, but coming back towards you, Father, and being bathed in the precious blood of Jesus. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you that your mercies are new every day, and we choose to live a life that glorifies you. We're so thankful that you sent your own son, Jesus, to die on that cross at Calvary. And we choose to live a life that glorifies him. Father, please put people in our path every day we can be a blessing to, spiritually, physically, or financially. And we choose to let the love of God shine through our life, in our thoughts, and in our words, and in our actions. Father, we thank you for it. We love you. We praise you. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.